What's going on, happy family? It's your neighbor, your cousin, your nephew, Jay Murray. And welcome again to another edition of Happy Hood, the podcast. Yes, indeed. Happy Hood, the podcast, where we connect, cultivate, and build a meaningful community that is centered around health, agape, power, institute, Happy Hood, a living state of mind. We blessed up and highly favored. What's going on, happy family? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's good, family? We are, um, I'm excited today. I am truly, truly, truly excited today. I, I got a, a, a real cool, real cool, one more, real cool brother with me today. Um, you know, my, my brother, brother, you know what I'm saying? Someone that, um, I've been knowing for, for a while, um, have, um, done a lot of good things, have um, done some things in the community with him. Um, and really just very, very proud of this dude and just what he has accomplished, uh, thus far and what he continues to do. Um, uh, but before we do that, again, this is happy hood, the podcast, finish what you start season two yes 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 indeed uh, when you think about finish what you start when you think about never giving up when you think about you know continue to push through and have perseverance and build that character around hope and faith so we're going to get in that i can't wait to really introduce this brother and and allow him and introduce him to you you know uh, as I said before, I'm 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 really proud of this dude. Uh, but before we do that, you know what time it is. Message. It is meditation time. Inhale, meditate. Exhale, meditate. Rinse and repeat. Say what? Inhale, meditate. Exhale, meditate. Rinse and repeat. So today's meditation. Um, we had a real great uh, scriptures and squats um, workout. Uh, that's a, another happy hood uh, affinity group, you know, where we come together and we, it's a combined faith and fitness. And, um, you know, your boy got his group fitness certification this year. So we continue to do it. We continue to, to really focus on the vision of connect, cultivate and build. So the scripture from, from today, scriptures and squats, it comes from Matthew, um, comes from Matthew 13, 24, 30. You know, I'm, I'm going to read from scriptures 24 to, to 30. I know this may feel like one of them old timey churches where I'm reading about a number of scriptures, but hey, just follow along with me. Follow along with me. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, in which I definitely love the Amplified Bible because it just provides more of a, provides more context to the scripture. So this is a parable. I'm pretty sure you probably heard it before, but it's the parable about the weeds, weeds among wheat. So it reads, Jesus gave them another parable, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants sprouted and formed and grain, the weeds appeared also. The servant of the owner came to him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? Then how does it have weeds in it? He replied to them, an enemy has done this. The servants asked him, then do you want us to go and pull them out? But he said, no, 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 because 
As you pull out the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them grow together. I'm going to say that one more time. Let them grow together until what? The harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, first gather the weeds and tie them in bundles to be what? Burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. So when I thought about that, and as we was kind of discussing it um, today at Scriptures and Squats before we went through our, our workout, this parable really stood, stood out to me, which when you really focus on all the parables, they, they're definitely, there's, there's a lot of meaning to them, right? And as Jesus was talking to his disciples about, hey, the kingdom of heaven is like this, right? And when you think about, hey, the farmer, in this case, he sowed seeds of wheat, but somehow the enemy came, and which again, a, a lot of times it's it's these things where the enemy are there is evil things that does occur. You know, is is just it's just the reality of them. The enemy came and what he added weeds. He put weeds with with the wheat. So as the servants was like, hey, master, our uh, you know the farmer, do you want us to go in and pull them up? He said, no, let them grow together. Because what you may uproot, you may uproot wheat. And when I thought about that, I thought about from from a couple of perspectives. One, judgment. As as we, the servants, was kind of think, thinking about, well, hey, let us go in there and uproot some things. But the 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 farmer, the master was like, nah, nah, because you may uproot the 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 actual wheat because you may think it's weeds. And think about that from when we judging things. Now, come on, don't don't act like we don't judge things. You know what I'm saying? We we may we may see things as on the surface, like oh that's bad, that's bad. Like we need we need to get that separate. Especially if you got kids and everything, you may you may see that one uh, kid that that your your uh, that your child is hang, hanging out with. You like oh no, I don't want them to hang out with them. It's like it's not for you to judge. You know what I'm saying? It is not for you to judge. From there, it is not your concern. So again, don't judge. And then from there, don't be concerned with it. And I know that's easy said than done. As far as what is going on in this world, which you still have uh, social injustice, you still having things that are, are, are doing this. And, and, and you know, it's, it's so much distractions that is going on that it is it will probably or it will distract you from actually nourishing the seed that you sowed. You know what I'm saying? It would distract you from trying to figure out, oh, I got to pull all these weeds out because what you may do, you may actually pull out a wheat. And as a gardener, I don't know how many times I have seen things that I was thinking that it was a weed, but I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. And then sure enough, allowing that thing to grow and it grows into a beautiful flower. You know what I'm saying? It grows into a beautiful, beautiful flower. So again, think about that from perspective of this parable which I'm not, I'm not going to read, read again, but the parable about, about the weeds within the wheat. And think about your perspective as, one, to give it to God. You know, as we think about it, you don't have time to judge what's, what's going on. You don't have time to be all concerned about it. And thirdly, you got to trust, trust God. And I know that's at times that's the hardest things to do, but at some time that's the only thing we can do. You know, we can only have faithfulness. You know, so think about that. Happy family. Meditate on that. Let that marinate in your spirit. Inhale, meditate, exhale, meditate, rinse and repeat. Say that again. 
inhale meditate exhale meditate rinse and repeat and that is your meditation for today happy family what's good as i said before we got a special special one more special guest today as we continue with happy hill the podcast finish what you start season two um man i don't i don't know i'm trying to figure out how what's the best way to introduce this brother man <laughs> i'm trying to figure it out so I'm, i only way i can introduce him is like by telling the story right so this was on the great campus of Winston Salem State University, WSSU. You know what I'm talking about. And um, I was going to the printer, um, or we had a a copy, I guess, store somewhere like Xerox, you know, on on campus, right? And um, I was going in to print print some things out. Um, and I think we was I was working on an event uh, for Black Black Man for Change. And um, bumped to this brother, and I was like, hey, "What's going on, man?" He said, "My name's Jeremiah." And it, it, it's something about when you meet someone and you just immediately click, you know what I'm saying? It was a, a like, just like, man, like, I don't know you, but man, I feel like I, I've been knowing you for, for quite a while. Cause from, from there, we just talked about every, everything, everything, everything. I think he was, I think just starting at, at Winston at, at the time. And, you know, was pr pretty much thinking about as far as connecting with, with people and um and again it was talking about you know from what i'm doing with organization um bmc to you know just life in general and um you know from there seeing the growth of this dude from the time i saw him at winston till i see him now is is, is amazing right and and to see the 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 wisdom that this dude has been able to pick pick up but also just being very humble you know very very humble so who is this dude? So this dude right here, he is. I want to meet him. You want to meet him? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, he is from, from Winston. But, I mean, just to hit on some, some of this thing dude, this dude has done, of course, he's a graduate from Winston-Salem State University. Uh, he went on to a business school from University of Chicago, earned his uh, master's in, in there, graduated, worked for FDIC, from there, also worked uh, J.P. Morgan Chase in New York, was actually on Wall Street. Uh, he was analyzing global commodities. I mean, come on. Then from there, he moved to Seattle, you know, went into commercial real estate, uh, did that for, for a couple <laughs> a couple years. And now this guy has transitioned, and now he's working at Facebook uh, as a, a product owner, you know. And, and again, as I said before, this dude is one of those dudes that is consistent with his work ethic, you know, and that's one thing I have definitely admired by this guy is just his consistency to continue to get better, to continue to what finish what you start. Ladies and gentlemen, give a big warm welcome to my brother, Jeremiah Irby. What's going on people? <laughs> <laughs> I'll correct one thing. Cause any Facebook folks who hear it will, will, want to yeah marketing product partnerships so marketing yeah, product yeah. partnership okay so that's uh that's the area but yeah yeah really, really happy to be here appreciate Real you having me hey that's that's what's up yeah. that's what's up man that's what up. i'm glad i'm glad you we had a chance to to do this um and again before man like like i said met jeremiah on the campus of winston state university um and print something it was outside the Hauser building yeah outside yeah. the Hauser building and, and I needed to print something because I didn't have a card yet yeah yeah the week I hadn't even gotten a ram card and uh yeah I needed 
I was trying to find somebody who could help me print my schedule or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how it happened. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I. What, yeah, I, I forgot all about that because I went like, why? Like, what? What was you going down there? Yeah. Like, I was. I know I was going down to print some flyers off or something, something like that. And um, and again, it's just like when 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 God put when God put people in your life, you know, and and you know, at the times when we say. Yeah, everything definitely happens for for a reason because right. from from that, I mean, it was just like, boom, you know, uh, it, it was really just good seeing this guy continue to grow throughout school and um and throughout life, man, throughout life, man. And um, Jeremiah, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, I mean, you read all that about me, I'm like, ah, <laughs> it's wild to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause I'm mean, I don't think about it that much. I kind of just live in right now, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's been a journey. Happy to be here. Um, yeah, man, come a long way from Winston. That's what I'm Winston saying. Cause like, I, I was just like, if we, if we start, like, and I know we, we talked briefly before, before this, but let's just start there a little bit, man. Cause you have went from Winston-Salem State University, a HBCU yeah. to University of Chicago. Yeah. You know, predominantly white college. Yeah. And even was accepted to a lot of other Ivy League schools, you know, was a- almost on your way to, to Harvard yeah. at, at one at one point. And again, transition from there to Wall Street, yeah. from there to Seattle, you know, real estate to now working at Facebook, man, like. What would you say, like the number one thing that has helped you? make those transitions um i'd say the top thing is pushing through fear mm. you know like at each one of those um junctures being from winston going to winston-salem state and wondering if i could cut it um elsewhere so between winston-salem state and business school that's when i worked at the fdic as a bank examiner mm-hmm. and uh my first rotation, I joined the rotational program, was out in Chicago. Yeah. And um, I knew literally nobody for a thousand miles, except for one of our classmates, Shottown, known as Shottown. Shottown. Shottown, because he's <laughs> from Shottown. Um, and, you know, it was, it was a nerve-wracking experience to do that. I knew I wanted to get out of North Carolina. And, um, and so going out there was a stretch but at the same time you know i felt like i felt like i could do it based on um, really some things that i did at winston-salem state as well as like growing up whenever i was younger my mom worked for uh, piedmont airlines in reservations mm-hmm. and so uh, from that we were able to you know go to the grand canyon you got the free flight privileges right yeah so, you yeah know, the grand canyon went to um dc went okay. to New Orleans. And so I'd been on planes before and sort of been away from home. Yeah. Clearly not for an extended period of time yeah. uh, like that. Uh, but then even at Winston-Salem State, uh, the last year or year, I think my junior year there, spent some time in Knoxville, at UT Knoxville, doing a research program there. And then um, after that, spent some time in D.C. doing a um, another program there. And so I'm like, okay, I've spent time away from home. So I think this, this is more mm-hmm. of a permanent thing, but um, I think I can do it. Yeah. And I did. And it worked out. And so then after that, it was like, all right, um, what next? I knew business school was going to be a thing. So, you know, that played out well. Um, New York, 
that was a different sort of animal because I actually never wanted to go to New York. Like, okay, people, that's their destination. Yeah. Uh, that's their destination. That wasn't it for me because I'm yeah. from North Carolina and I thought Chicago was big. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm hearing people talk about what they pay, <laughs> what they pay in rent. I'm like, y'all paying what? Living in where? And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. it don't matter because it's the city, it's alive. And I'm like, that don't yeah. make no sense to me. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, got the offer from JP Morgan Chase and really didn't want to go there. Yeah. Like I interviewed a few other places, nothing turned out. And so I ended up going to New York and JP Morgan Chase because I had no other options. And it was a classmate of mine, um, Patty. She, me and her ended up living together for me, her, and um, one of her best friends ended up living together for two years in New York. And mm-hmm. she had her dream job. And she's like, oh, you know, we can do it. Let's do New York together just for a year. Yeah, yeah. And so um, she was really the catalyst for that and you know, extremely grateful to her for that. Because what I was like, all right, cool, I give this a year, ended up being five and a half, almost six years. Really? Um, yeah. So, um, that's how that played out. And then from there it was, you know, being in finance, um, I knew I didn't, I knew I didn't care to stay in the finance space. Right? Yeah. So I was trying to figure out how I could make the next move and, um, really didn't want to be at the bank anymore. And, uh, but then found an um, incredible opportunity in the, uh, business strategy space of a commercial real estate manager reached out to me and it's so funny because when he reached out I was so set on not being at JP Morgan Chase anymore mm-hmm. I was arrogant like I, I, I wasn't arrogant I was just really dismissive right like I okay had an interview and I had my arm up because we had a video chat right I'm yeah just like, Yo, I'm not even applying to things internally so I don't even know how you got my stuff uh, <laughs> but as he's telling me about the opportunity I'm like oh let me let me straighten up this sounds amazing right? yeah yeah it sounds exactly what I want and um and so it's fortunate for that to come through and moved out to Seattle had never visited before anything like that yeah. first time there was to look for a place. Okay. And, um, but at that point, it'd been this, you know, I, I, I sort of had experiences going to new places, new cities, and kind of figuring it out. I figured, you know, I can do this. Um, and so did that. And I knew it was a transition point, right? Like I knew, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it was a way to sort of pivot away from finance as a function, do some business strategy things, expand the skill set so that I could, uh, really just solve problems. Like I like solving problems. That's kind of it, right? Like okay. I solve problems out and then I'm happy. And uh, after that, you know, a couple years goes by and I'm like, all right, I think it's time. I'm in Seattle where, I mean, I'm li- my first apartment there was across the street from Amazon, right? So <laughs> tech is literally in my face right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, only person who I knew there was one of my classmates, um, homeboy of mine, uh, Chris Johnson from North Carolina. As mm-hmm. well. I went to NC State from Ohio, but, you know, spent time. Yeah, yeah. Here. And, um, and, you know, he's at Amazon. And I'm meeting all these, I'm in the same building where Zillow is and you know, just all these, Microsoft yeah. is there, all these yeah. tech folks. And I'm like, yo, that look like a, a good move over there. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, I started plotting on that and, uh, you know, that was a, that was a long journey. Happy to yeah. that a bit later. So, so one, one thing that you, you mentioned, as we said, like, like, how did you, you know, the process of, of these trend, trend transitions, yeah. you know? You, you were saying like overcoming fear, yeah. you know, what, like, let's unwrap that a l- little bit. When you saying overcome fear, like what was it actually that you had concerns about? Like what, what was the fear around? Failure. Failure. Um, failure. Right. Like we're always scared. Well, it's twofold. Well, I think it's three things. One is okay. failure. Two is fear of the unknown. And then three is fear that you're going to be successful. And what does that mean? Okay. Right. Cause if, oh, you're, man. If, you're, if you're successful in doing something new, then that means you're not doing what you did before. 
And so just the idea and notion of seeing something new, experiencing something different than what you than what you're comfortable with, even if you don't like it, yeah. can be really rattling because it's like, yo, I don't know what tomorrow brings, even if it might be better than today. Like yeah. we don't like uncertainty just as people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of it too was just that. And, um, but at some point it's like, yo, you gotta be more, um, uncomfortable and have a higher level of discomfort with where you're at currently than the yeah. fear of what something new may bring. Um, and that's sort of how I look at it. It's like, yo, uh, I think words matter, right? Like people, I think a lot of times people just waste words and I'm like, yo, if you're saying you don't like a certain situation, but you're not willing to change it, you don't, you don't not like it. You don't dislike it enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause if you really didn't like it, you do something about it. So like, yeah, you may not like it, but you like the comfort of it. Yeah. yeah you don't like it, but it's something in it. That's complacency. Like, yeah, yeah. Complacency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yo. yeah. It's so funny. I remember out of undergrad, me and, um, you know, talking to a couple friends at the time because, you know, worked for the FDIC, making a little bit of money because, you know, grew up, mm-hmm. grew up broke. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, first one to go to college, anything like that. And um, I remember like, man, you start getting a paycheck, start seeing the fridge full with food. And, like, <laughs> you know, you, you, you can look in the fridge and you ain't even hungry. You're like, yo, it's just dead. It's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there. And um, I remember um, just telling folks like, you know, one of the greatest barriers to being however you self-define as great and you know reaching that ultimate goal is comfort mm-hmm. right and so it was just like oh this is actually pretty comfortable right here yeah and that's what happened. that's that that's where that complacency can set in mm-hmm. you're like i mean i know my goal was this but this ain't so bad so maybe i'll stay here yeah and um yeah, yeah man i just i just i don't know like at that point once i saw that that was a thing i just always sort of been um, wary and cautious of it, like yo, this ain't the goal though. You know? Yeah, don't, don't get don't get comfortable running half the race. Yeah, yeah. Now you you mentioned I I think it's something that that you said that really stood stood out. A couple of things. Um, one is the fear of the un- uncertainty, right? Mm-hmm. And and that that can be bad. They can be good or bad, yep. right? The part that sometimes, and even for myself, but I think it individuals almost like everyone kind of maybe go through this like the fear of this might work yes, <laughs> yes. you know what i'm saying it's yeah. it's like the fear of this might work and this may require me to change some things yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it may require me to now go in a different direction that I had never thought of, yeah. you know, or this may require me to really step out. Now I was just kind of putting my foot in the water, yeah. my toe in the water. Yeah, yeah. Now, Oh, this thing work. Right. Oh, I got, now I got to put my whole, my whole body in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that's a, that's a really real thing. Um, you can't, you can't do stuff halfway. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and the, and the thing that can add to that fear is, you know that whatever's required of you at that next level, you may not have it right now. Yeah, so yeah. getting to that level is one thing, but then like staying there means you got to learn a whole new set of yeah. um, skills. Skill. You know, it's yeah. levels. I remember you said, you know, it's levels to everything. Yeah. It, really, it really is. It's levels. Yeah. It's levels to everything and levels to how you have to engage in certain, um, in certain spaces and, um, 
you know, certain even levels of your career, right? The skills yeah. that are needed whenever you're first starting out and the same ones you need at the, you know, uh, midpoint. And those yeah. are the same ones you need to sort of excel at running a company or you yeah. know, an exec or something. And so it's, it's, it's that constant learning and realizing like, oh, I'm gonna have to do this all over again. Um, the other thing I'll say to that too is um, it's, it can be highly uncomfortable um, having to rethink who you are, mm. right? And like redefine yourself because oftentimes we, um, how others see us, how we relate to those around us, how we view ourselves, how mm -hmm. um, we envision what we're worthy of. Yeah, uh, yeah. That worthy part, bruh. Yeah. That worthy part is enormous. And um, and so it's like if you get what you wanted, what does that mean and what does that say about you and how might others perceive that? And you know, having to, you know, kind of battle with those sort of issues of people either being jealous or upset or like a lot of people have fallen away over the years. Yeah. Right. In my life. And it's people who, um, your, your light can make them, if they stand too close can make them see themselves and they have to start reflecting on themselves. And so then yeah. it becomes this whole um, projection that they do. Oh, you think you this and that. And it's like, no, nah, I don't at all. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, and so like but there's the, that, but then also yourself, the wor the worthy part. Yeah. Is, is, is. And is when, when you say worthy part, you mean like, am I worth the, this, what I'm going through? Like, am, am I, is it, am I'm worthy enough to, to be the one that go through this? <laughs> Am I worthy enough of, do I have what, what, what it takes to go through this? Part of that, but more so, who am I to want this? Okay. When I know people around me who are just as smart, just as yeah. good, um, just as faithful, pray yeah. just as much for blessings like this. Yeah. You know, like all that sort of type stuff. Well, you start looking and it's just like, all right. Because, um, I mean... <laughs> when the money starts getting bigger too, yeah. it's like, yo, I don't, I know people back home who are, let's say they're religious, right? Like Christian folk, yeah, people yeah. back home who um, are more faithful mm -hmm. to the Lord than I am. Yeah, yeah. And they're not getting a blessing like this. And am I being ungrateful? <laughs> am I being ungrateful for wanting more or like, you know, shooting for something that will bring me more? Um, and if it does, and so, you know, whenever it's sort of in front of you, it's like, have I performed well enough to where God will give this to me of what I want? Mm -hmm. um, but then, too, um, whenever it does sort of come, um, the the it can be just discombobulating honestly mm -hmm. right because you're like oh you mean this has nothing to do with your worth this has nothing to do with just the prayer you know like i think i think one thing we have to be really really careful of um, especially like people um who are folks of faith like uh money is not at all 
a um, it's, it's not tied to how good of a Christian you are or like any of that sort of type stuff. Right. And um, a lot of this sort of message. Like, I mean, works, say that again. You know, a lot of these sort of like yeah. works things that we're kind of taught like, yo, God's going to bless you if you do this. And yeah. so then like whenever you get that, you're like, yo, I ain't really did that. It's like, yo, is it going to really come? I'm going to tell you yeah. something that I, yeah. I told a lot of folks. Come whenever on, man. I got accepted to um, Chicago booth and the same thing happened um, whenever I got into Facebook. Um, whenever I got, I got accepted to Chicago booth. Uh, I remember the first feeling was joy. The second feeling that came exactly after that was extreme fear. And the extreme fear was I knew what going to a place like that could mean uh, from a financial standpoint on a go for it basis. Yeah, and I knew where my family came from and how hard like folks had worked and everything else. And I'm just like, yo, um, something's going to happen to me. I'm going to go to the doctor. They're going to tell me that I got. This is too too good. It's too good. This ain't supposed to yeah. happen. Right? And so like it's it's that I'm talking about worthiness there. And yeah. so even with Facebook, whenever that transition happens and it's just like because uh, that happened during COVID, right? And so like people getting laid off less and right, and then mm -hmm. Facebook making like makes an offer, and I'm sitting here like Yo, should I let them know at work? But I'm, I bet you as soon as I let them know at work that Facebook's going to renege on this because this don't really make sense right now, right? <laughs> and like, um, it was a whole, it was a whole nother battle again of like, is this real? And do I deserve this? Because this, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's, is, is, um, let's see here. You, you trigger a couple thoughts here, man. Um, I'm all over the place. My bad. Nah, nah, nah. It's it's good because one thing you said, like, because again, I it's it's one thing is, again, when you talk about like far faith and yeah. and Christianity and you know, of course, as as a PK kid, you know, there's things through now my my walk with God mm -hmm. that I had to un unlearn. Yeah, you know, and some of those things were around the prosperity preaching. Yeah. And even the, the faith preaching, you know, like, oh, just believe it, you know, right. you know, that it's, it's going to happen and everything. But at, at the thing about where we, we missed the point is like faith without works. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like now we, you, you, you just hoping and not hope you wishing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you wishing on, on things. And I think at times where, and again, to your point, it's like, am I worthy of this? Like, who am I to be getting these opportunities? Right. I think at times it's also to think about it. Well, God called me and he has this purpose for me. Right. And we go back to Jeremiah, <laughs> right? Yeah. 29, we think about, I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's, it's, you do go through a moment where who am I to get these type of blessings, yeah. you know? And even at, at that time where blessings were, we may see it as this enormous blessing, but then we don't see someone on the other side where they feel like it's a normal blessing. It's, it's enormous blessing just to have food on the table. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, who am I? to get this particular provided for me, like get, get these things provided for, for, for me, you know? Um, so I, I think it's, it's, it's definitely things to like, man. And I don't know if that's as, and again, we, we talking about, you know, black men. And I think at, at the area are uh, a core of, of, of us is at times 
it is the fear of failure. And it's the fear of like we we have we feel like we, we gotta take on so much. Yeah. You know, and we we got like a lot of these burdens. We put burdens on ourselves. Yeah. You know, we put we put burdens on ourselves. It was like, nah, dog, you I, I just told you just to run or just to go. Yeah. And you let God handle everything. You know, I'm just using you. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 one of those things where the, the, the we make it complex. I think I think to that point too, um, you know, black folks and just folks of color in general can um, we have to be really careful not putting certain stuff on a pedestal. Yeah, um, certain jobs on a pedestal, working yeah. at certain companies on a pedestal, um, because in doing that, exactly what you were saying, like it, this whole worthy sort of thing, if we think that we may not be worthy of certain stuff, we won't even go after it. Yeah. And so we have to be really careful. And one thing that I've really been on, I've been big on the last probably couple years is this realization, oh, you mean people are just people everywhere? Yes. Right? People are just people everywhere, bro. And, um, come on, man! <laughs> yeah, so like, like it's, 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 it's the same thing that to us it works both ways, right? Like yeah. you're saying, like working there, it's a blessing, but we don't see the blessing of somebody else where, like, just food on the table is a thing. Oh, there's other spectrum, the other end of the spectrum too. Of plenty of folks who are like, yo, <laughs> the complaints that happen to Facebook are nuts. <laughs> right, like the complaints that go on, the level of entitlement is nuts. Uh-huh. Um, with some people, right? Like not everybody, like. Not to everybody. Yeah. We're happy to be there. But, <laughs> but like, um, you know, people will go from there to, you know, a Google to whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, that's the only path they've ever known. And so for them, that's just like, no, nah, that's normal. What you mean? Right. And so it's, it's, it's that whole perspective sort of shift that has to happen. Um, and, and, and we have to see that people are just people everywhere and opportunity anywhere is available to any of us. And, um, and so then therefore, we can go after anything. Whenever it comes to us, we ain't just going crazy over it. We're operating in um, humbleness and humility in it because, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I would say like treat it like treat it, act like you've been there before. You yeah, know? yeah. And and because if not, then what happens is we'll celebrate the fact that um, we just got to the starting line. Uh-huh. I did that when I got we, even when I got to Chicago booth, it was interesting. I'm like, oh man, there's some oh here. I can't believe I made it. Uh yeah. And then you get there and everybody else is looking like, bro, I mean, this was kind of expected. We need to go hard here. So this is actually you getting to the starting line. Mm. I mean, you didn't you didn't win the Olympics. You just qualified for the first trial. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. So it's that sort of perspective shift that has to wow. like, I remember like classmates, um, where I'm like, yo man, go and hit me back and work at this company. And they're talking about working for VC firms, um, and you know, private equity shops and things that I'd never heard about before, um, uh, that would buy that company that I'm excited about maybe working for, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we, it's, it's levels to this sort of stuff, right? Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think that's just a really, really key thing that we don't, um, like I'm, I'm very appreciative, feel blessed, um, all that sort of stuff, my background and all of that. But at the same time, um, I'm not putting the stuff on a pedestal, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the moment I do that, then I might think that something is beyond me. And nothing yeah. is beyond me. Nothing yeah. is beyond any of us. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we have to hold that. And just because they think it's special don't mean we got to hold it. Yeah. On this pedestal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, and, and that's the thing about it. Even like now, and like in this quarantine that we're in now, 
we're seeing where this whole success, right? Yeah. What like the meaning of success? Yeah. And you know, we think about going to getting the the the, the C suite job and and you know having all these uh, different accolades and and you know having the cars and the the big house and everything. You come to find out, like all those things were pretty much non essential. Right. I mean, yeah, success is self defined. Right? Yeah. Like, um, airtime, like, oh, you successful? Yeah. Um, but it's 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 for reasons that that aren't career related to me. Yeah. Right. Like the things that I'm most proud of aren't in career. It's how I treat those I care about. It's how I um, demonstrate love towards family. It's how mm-hmm. I, you know I'm, I, I love being um, a part of a nonprofit board and giving back to. Um, communities in a meaningful way, just like we did at Winston-Salem State, right? Yeah, like yeah. continuing the lineage, continuing the lineage of things that um, I said that I was about. Yeah, and now, what? How many years it's been? Like I'm still standing on those things, right? Yeah. Like, if you like the the great, <laughs> the great street poet Styles P, <laughs> he got a bar where he's like, "Yo, if you stand for what you stand for, you would have stood." Uh huh. And I'm just like, yeah. When I look at my life now. And the things that I've said I wanted to stand for, right, whenever I was younger, mm-hmm. forget material sort of stuff, but the character of who I wanted to be, when I look at who I am today, I'm that person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that makes me extremely proud. Like, the career stuff and everything else, is to me, it's a byproduct of that. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm a person of my word. I said I was going to do certain stuff, and I did it. I'm glad that all these other things came along with it, whatever, but what was most important to me was I did what I said. So if I say something, you can mm. take it to the bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so, like, success to me is, and I'm sure you agree, right, when it comes to, like, family. Like, like listen, your kids don't care about, like, what you did at work. They want to know <laughs> that you're there. They want to yeah. know that uh, yeah. if you said that you're going to be there, you're going to be there. Yeah. Um, they they want to know like the things that matter to them are character things. It's 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 so it's so true, man. Because I I used to have this running joke, right? And um, as a kid, you know, like, hey, my kid is gonna ask me to go get them some Jordans, and I'm gonna go get them. You know what I'm saying? I used to say this thing to my mom, mom and dad, like, my son gonna say, "Daddy, I want some Air Jordans." I was like, "Okay." You know, because at that time I wanted some Air Jordans. Right. And my, my, my mom and dad yeah, like, we ain't giving that. You know, like, well, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, well, I'm gonna show you then when I have a son, I'm and they say, Daddy, you want? I want some Air Jordans. I'm gonna go in the car and get. And then, as I got Air Jordans for my kids, they're like, I ain't want that. I just, you know, like, right. I, I rather have you. Right. You know, what I'm saying, I rather right. have have you. You know, hugging and yeah. and and kissing me and. And and showing um um affection and yeah. and listening to me and playing uh with my son as he build a house you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. you know th- these different things like bro like, I ain't I ain't, like I ain't asked for no joint that's that was your dream right I I will say this too about success um success is a personal thing like I I be honest um 
I'm only competing with myself ever. Yeah. Right? Like I'm only yeah. competing with trying to be like trying to be my best self. That's exactly. It, right. And exactly. So, like, from that man. standpoint, it's like, yo, am I successful? That's an internal metric. That's an internal sort of bar. Not like any sort of external sort of stuff where it's like, I mean, I'm successful um on those sort of things from the things that I know that I want to accomplish and that I will accomplish uh that will be external to the rest of the world. I got a long way to go. Yeah. I got a long way to go. But I know it's coming, right? Yeah. Because I know um, I know my work ethic. I know um, how principles work of mm-hmm. seed time and harvest. Yeah, right? I know they're yeah. putting the work and seeds are being sown so that in due season, stuff will flourish. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I have um, a good sense of my skills as well as what I think my purpose is in being on this planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... To that extent, when it comes to any of the financial or career success uh, or career um, goals, um, yeah, there are, there are certain dollar amounts and all sorts of stuff that need to be hit, that will be hit, mm-hmm. um, but that's aligned with the purpose that I know I have that's not just for me to be in some magazine or, mm-hmm. or you know, say I have X, Y, Z in the bank, it's like, no, 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 because then that can go, like money's a tool. Yeah. And so like understanding it as a tool and, you know, just like you're talking about with the, um, with the, with the meditation you read before about like the farmer, like, all right, yeah, whenever seed is sown in the ground, like there's tools that need to be used. Yeah. Right. But the ultimate goal isn't to get the tool. The intimate, the ultimate goal is to sow the seed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so from yeah. that standpoint, I'm like, yo, since I understand this is a tool, I'm like, oh man, I know some of the seeds that uh, yeah. are in my heart and some of the things that like need to come to fruition. So therefore yeah. I need certain tools to bring those things to, to, bring, to utilize so I can bring these things to pass. pass. And so that's how I sort of think about all of it. When you, when you think about, um, I mean, now you, you in your, your late thirties, oh you know God. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not mid thirties. No like, yeah. I mean, I mean, Hey, I, I just had a birthday. Right? I'm, yeah. I mean, 39, which Brother, we looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on Drinking now. We, that water, that, co- that, uh, <laughs> that cocoa butter. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So knowing what you know now, and as you think about far as, as you said, that like, hey, you were the first one in your family to graduate from college. Yeah. You know, knowing what you know now, what would you tell a young Jeremiah that's maybe 13, 14, right? Like what? Like what? Certain things would you tell him? Um, aim as high as you want. Mm-hmm. Aim as high as you want, and um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Because people give opinions based out of out of how they see themselves mm. and what they think they were capable of. Yeah. Um or, and slash or based out of the setting that they're in and what other people are doing in that setting. Yeah. But each individual is a unique seed that has the capability to do something that's never been done before. Therefore don't listen to <laughs> like the naysayers, doubters and like, yo, dream as big as you want to. Um, because whenever you execute it, you'll realize that dream wasn't even big enough. Mm. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. So it is is that's that's what what you were saying just really um one thing stood stood out to me as I I'm I'm pouring up. We 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 Appreciate we vibing it. right right now. So you know I had I had to pull pull up. Um one thing that you, you said was interesting is that at times people will tell you their opinions based off their own perspective. Yes. You know, and I don't know how many times I have uh felt that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like and even, you know, close ones. Yep. And and that's one thing, happy family, to say what God has called you to do, it is for you. And I know you heard in a song. Yeah. <laughs> but at, at when we, we break it down further, it's like, well, it's, it's not for them to understand. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's it's not it's of course you you're gonna say that because it wasn't given to you. Right. You know, it wasn't, you know, uh put on your, your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course you're not going to fully understand what I'm what I'm saying and, and the and and the aspirations that I have yeah. around this certain goal. You know, and and of course it's like that's one thing. Even young people don't do things because other people want you to do them, or you feel that they they won't be pleased yeah. in the way that you did it. And, and, you know, I'm always just like like I say, I'm chasing my own my own bar yeah like chase your own internal excellence and benchmark have benchmarks that are greater than um yourself that are greater than even folks living right like yo my my i'm like all right um i want to for all intents and purposes compare myself to the greats whenever said and done right yeah i think of paul ropes and i think of um you know, James Baldwin, when I think of, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like these, you know, great prolific thinkers, the, you know, poets, like these Renaissance individuals. Yeah, right, yeah, who, yeah. Um, were prolific across different facets of life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sort of like, I, I think about it sort of like um, when people talk about music or something today, right? And like, yo, yeah. like this person's great. And I'm like, no, no, they're the greatest right now. Yeah, but but like you got to look at the entire spectrum. You got to look at the entire of, spectrum, yeah. of uh, of music to yeah. talk about like who's great and who stands out in that. And that's why it's crazy when people say it's a classic. It's, it's like, you know, maybe maybe today, but that lets yeah. me know that you ain't really ever heard classics. Yeah, if you heard classics, you couldn't hold that same opinion because this don't stand up to that. Yeah, but and so then from that, like as you sort of expand who you are, then your definition of great gets higher. The definition of um, what's acceptable even for yourself gets higher. I mean, whenever I was little, uh, whenever I was younger, probably like, you know, middle school or something and making, I made like a C on, on my report card in some class and I didn't even try. I knew I didn't try. Right? Yeah. But uh, because of all the chaos going home, I remember like just different people around me congratulating me because they thought that's the best I could do. Mm. And that like I did that from trying hard and all these other external sort of chaos was... Yeah just turned out for this. And then I, I heard them also turn right around and complain about their own kids for getting that same grade. <laughs> and in that moment, I realized, oh, you got a different standard for me. And you don't understand that I know I could have did better. So if I listen to you, I get the praise, but I'll also undershoot everything I'm capable of. And it was mm. at that moment I realized I can't listen to none of y'all because y'all don't know how great I am. 
and y'all will be okay with me giving 50% if you think it yeah. reaches the bar that you have for me. Yeah. And so yeah. it was at that moment, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to chase my greatest self because I don't think I've ever done it. <laughs> you mean that, that's, how, that's how I look at all of it. Come on now. Come on now. I'm trying to chase my great. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm trying to chase my greater self, man. Your greater self, man. That's like, that's a, um, when I, when I hear, hear that, I, I hear, I want to, I, I want to have a moment of evolving, a yeah. moment of, of really not staying stagnant right. in, in, in this point that we're in now or this place that we're in now. You know, that's why when, you know, even in the current climate that we're in now with this, uh, you know, global pa pandemic, you know, at the end of the day, I pray and hope people have grown, Yeah, you know, like things that we have held on to, whether it's unforgiveness, yeah. whether it's like you know, relationship, you know, ups and downs. I, I hope that we have had a moment and we're utilizing this moment to deal with those things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you say I'm trying, I, I want to chase my greater self to understand that we are all evolving. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not having a level of humility, yeah, and self-reflection you will never get to that right you will never never get to that so i'm i'm curious to 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 learn like during these moments of like the quarantine like what's some of the what has been those aha moments you know are those moments for you to like okay yeah all these things i have done you know what certain things has have you have been able to really take off or become a greater Jer jeremiah Oh man, good question. Um, I feel like a month into COVID, probably around April, um, I went through just almost like a personal transformation mm -hmm. in understanding, seeing myself finally, um, or or I'll say it's a, it was a new birth, hmm. right, in who I am. Okay. Um, in my understanding of me and my value and my worth okay and the value of my time the value of what i can bring to people all of that um I, you know I'm, I'm i'm reminded of the scripture like unless a man be born again you, know, you can't get a habit like yeah you know, um you know, Jesus told Nicodemus to be born again. He wasn't talking to unsafe folks. He's talking to people <laughs> who, who, who had it. Yeah. Who had it. But like, no, no, you need to be born again. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it was, it was, it was, I think, I think as you were saying, like life is about being born again over and over and over again. The, the, the things that's happened from my latest sort of rebirth has been, um, understanding the value of, like I said, of my time mm -hmm. and how I can't give time to 
just everybody. Yeah. I felt like um, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's, it's like this dichotomy. I always, um, you know, growing up, we hear about these people who became quote unquote successful and then they sort of disappeared and, and were like, you know, just not accessible yeah. to, <laughs> to everybody else. Right. And um, I'm learning that, everybody doesn't value, doesn't utilize your time wisely. Yeah. And in them not utilizing your time wisely, it's not a good investment of your life. Okay. Right. And so it's just like, yo, I'm learning. I can't invest my life. I need to make myself more scarce. I'm hmm. like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, I do everything at a pretty intense level. And so if we're going to talk about X, Y, Z, um, I, I'm, I'm like, yo, I really need to give a lot of thought to this. And what I saw was like a lot of people who you know, ask for career advice or, you know, just want to, um, you know, engage me about whatever matter. And yeah. they didn't do any sort of research on it. They, they um, I'd spend an hour, hour and a half chatting with them about things, tell them to follow up, do X, Y, Z, send me your resume, happy to review it for you, this and that. And we can sort of walk through things. And they disagreed. They, they disagreed <laughs> with me. They didn't want to do that sort of work. And uh-huh. I was like, well, then fam, like, why'd you ask? Like, why'd you ask me? And like, if you're not going to do it, you're wasting my time. And like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. At a certain point, um, this isn't a reflection of people's worth. But at a certain point, people's state is a reflection of their decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, based on your decision-making process, I can't, I can't, um, it's not, it's taking away from somebody else who um, could utilize that time, but like now I don't have it um, because I've spent it here to put it in that place that is not going to bear fruit. Like, I can't do that. Uh-huh. Um, and, and more importantly, from just a personal standpoint, um, I know this can sound really selfish, but like selfish and self-love can oftentimes look like the same thing. Yeah. Um, to yeah. somebody who doesn't That's have it. it. <laughs> Come on now. Come you on mean? now. Like, Come on and now. And I'm realizing, oh, I have to... Um, <laughs> one of the greatest things I learned in COVID, at the beginning of COVID... I was, I had tons of phone calls with folks, right? I was talking to everybody. I was burnt out, absolutely burnt out <laughs> talking to everybody because I had so much free time. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that just my time being free or being open meant that other people should sort of utilize it instead of understanding that like um, holding on to your time for yourself and, and like spending time with yourself is one of the greatest investments you can make mm-hmm. of your time because yeah. then you can't give away what you ain't got. Right. Yeah. And so like on focusing on yourself, like, let me have some personal time. Let me decompress. Let me uh, meditate. Let me read. Let me have some peace. So then after that, whenever in, whenever I do um, say something, it's effective. Yeah. Right. Like um, that's been another revelation for me. I only want to operate in spaces where I believe I'll be effective. I'm not interested in chasing um, attention. I'm not interested yeah. in in fame, anything like that. I just want to be effective, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, and effective is with the niece and nephew, ensuring that the relationship is there and that they're getting 
the insights and the, mm-hmm. um, the wisdom that um, I can give them so that they can be productive members of society and help push black excellence to something greater. Yeah. Right. Like um, effective is at work ensuring that I'm doing um, what I need to, to raise the bar, not even just of my brand, but um, create meaningful change there so that more can be given to me and that my name is spoken with honor. Mm-hmm. Um, the focus on effectiveness and walking away from things that are ineffective and like that decision-making process of like trusting myself, yeah. um, trusting the judgment and wisdom that God's given me and that's been honed over the years of you know lots of decision-making, um, operating in that and moving in that sort of flow has been a huge sort of change for me where it's like, you know, now I can tell folks, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be doing that. And that is enough for me. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, I honor and respect and cherish, um, the spirit within me of, that guides me and what I should and shouldn't be doing to where if it's like, nah, that's not going to be fruitful. I can stand on that and not, yo, I ain't got time. Ain't that, no, no, no. I ain't got to give excuses no more. Yeah. It's just, that's not where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. It's not a judgment against that yeah. or the person. It's just, again, I want to be, I want to be where I'm effective. Um, and I think, I think that's a, that's a really big shift. Um, I don't think more people should operate that way versus chasing stuff. It it seems, man, if I had to summarize it, and it just based off my perspective, it's it's taking a moment to be very, well, it's taking a moment, but being very intentional of of your, the seeds that you sow. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's like like let let me be very very intentional like it's almost where man we don't have time like th- throughout this whole whole COVID the whole thing and and a ha- happy family again you listen to Happy Hill the podcast friends which is started season two talking to to my my homeboy my brother uh, Jeremiah or Irby and you know th- throughout this whole pandemic bro if you if you haven't gotten a sense of urgency now. Yeah. To to and and I'm not saying sense of urgency where you're just carelessly shooting at or aiming at 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 just just aiming at no no targets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what when I'm talking about like a sense of urgency around, you know what? I don't got time for this no more. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A sense of urgency around is this really making me more fruitful? Yeah. Or is this more of a distraction? You know? Um, and it's like attentional around, okay, is this good ground to sow, to sow on or nah, this, this is not, not the good, the good ground. If if I can pick up on that. So even when I think about that parable, right? Like that you, that you read before. So to me, I'm like, all right, the ground is the mind. 
Yeah. Right. Uh, the seeds that are sown are like what you're putting in. The enemy is essentially any anyone outside of you, or sometimes even yourself. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. We, can, we can be our own worst enemy. Yeah. Oftentimes we can be our own worst enemy. Yeah. And like you know those those negative seeds can be sort of be sown in. Like it, the the thing that COVID is 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 shown me is exactly that. Be intentional about. Um, the seeds that are sown and that I'm allowing to be sown in my head. So even when it comes to news, even when it comes to social media, even yeah. when it comes to everything, right? yeah. it's just like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't take that on. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, like people will sometimes will send me, um, and you know, I love you know, work Facebook, love, love memes, Instagram, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like, um, it's only so much of it that I can do. Cause only it's, it's, it's like, you know, people will send me, you know, I got a lot of friends who, um, you know, we like to share, memes and all that sort of type stuff or you know videos of different things and it got to a point where it's just like i just can't watch certain stuff i can't engage certain stuff i can't spend time um in certain spaces simply because it's not good seed yeah like it's weed yeah it's just like i can't i can't um it's like whenever covid came it kind of showed how if people were paying attention um, how everything in society around us is basically make believe. <laughs> it's, it's make believe. Man, um, come on, and, man. Message. And you know, it's like I don't know how else to say it. It's make believe. Um, so things only have power if you believe in them. Like you know, yeah. money, money is meaningful because we all believe. That's that's literally what supply and demand. We, we is. put we put value yeah, on. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's what supply. Like this this neighborhood is worth what it is because yeah. people want to live there. People don't want to live there. The value goes down. It's because yeah. oh, you believe in it. That's yeah, it, yeah, right? exactly. And so it's like yeah, that's how the entire world works. And so from that, it started just being like, all right, um, now that this has been thoroughly exposed, <laughs> do I want to? go back to normal quote unquote of yeah. leaving and like giving energy and thought and space to stuff that ain't really serving me. Yeah. Um, and, and so I feel like COVID is allowing people if they let it, the opportunity to reconstruct the entire world as they see it mm-hmm. and the world that they want to live in. Mm-hmm. Cause there's this, um, this gonna sound weird. Um, there's no such thing as reality. Yeah. Like, like there's this, there's, there's um, what a lot of us are doing, and um, and so then we call that reality. We call that reality. You know I mean? It's but perception. It's, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, like we, yeah. It's like okay, that and uh, you know, but like the average American. There's no such thing as the average American. Right? <laughs> like, you know, which which state you talking about? Because right? like, everybody everywhere is real. Like mm-hmm. everybody really right. So, um, in 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 understanding that the reality that different people are having are just as valid as anybody else's and understanding that there is no set reality of things, then it should allow people the um, opportunity to, um, if they're, if they're willing to take it to redefine theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. This, this stuff. ain't Yeah. Um, Like, I feel like heaven is a mental place that you can get to before you ever physically, like you have to get to a place mentally before you ever get to physical. And a lot of people are putting themselves in hell mentally and then yeah. being manifested in their life yeah. because of uh, the friends around them, because mm-hmm. of like just the sort of energy mm-hmm. that they're allowing and the seeds that are allowing to be sown um, into them, whether it's them putting in, the, in themselves through like um, the self-talk yeah. that they give themselves or like even 
getting um, really, I know we live in really, um, these are different times, yeah. right? Like from um, the social justice standpoint and yeah. from um, COVID and from everything. And like, we got to be really, 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 really careful that we're not allowing all of that to be the fullness of our reality. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it ain't, or yeah. it can't, it ain't, or it is depending yeah. on, depending what on you believe. Come on, man. This and, um, and you know, so yeah, like, you know, from a lot of the sort of stuff, I just kind of had to step back and be like, yeah, I'm not going to pick that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not going to pick that up. Um, and it, again, it's not a judgment against any of it. Um, it's, it's, it's just for my own peace, for my own well-being, for um, for the challenges I need to engage, for for the people who I need to be present for. Yeah. Um, like I just I can't I can't pick up everything. I pay attention to what's going on and those who are um, operating in spaces and you know pushing for change. Like I support them, right? Like I'll I support them in different ways. I won't say aloud, but. Um, Everybody has a part part to play. Yeah. And um and it's understanding like what is my part? Okay, if this is my part, then I don't need to concern myself with the duties and with the challenges that someone else is facing who um has a different set of orders than I do. Yeah. Right? Like, um me and my buddy had a conversation one day. This was probably like around the beginning of um a lot of the um, uprising protests, and he's like, yo, um, he's you know, um, you know, really, really successful guy. He's like, yeah, I really want to go out here and like protest and this and that. And I'm like, look, you can do whatever you want. You absolutely can. Um, and if that feels like right to you, then do it. But understand that I live by the principle to whom much is given, much is required. Uh-huh. Right. And um, like I said, when I moved to Seattle, I, I joined a nonprofit board there. And part of the reason is because, you know, we've, I've always had a, a streak of service in my life of, you know, volunteering and uh, mentoring and tutoring and all that all of those things. Um, and I think those are meaningful and they're, they're absolutely critical. But like, I also understand that a lot of the organizations need structure and need people who have financial understanding and business yeah. strategy understanding and like the ability to um, have these things uh, done in such a way that they can have longevity and that they can be the most effective with their dollars. So I'd like, oh, well, I have that skill set. Let me do that. To whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, look, um, it's absolutely imperative that we have people who are on the front lines on protesting and who are pushing for change and everything. Uh, and, and And the reality is, most everybody can do that, but everybody can't bail people out of prison who get out of jail, who get locked up yeah. whenever they're out of protest. Everybody can't um, get in touch with um, political leaders like you can, who can um, and, and give them insight and wisdom into what might make the most sense to create change on a go forward basis. Yeah. So be mindful of the skills you have and use them effectively Um and let everybody play their own part. If everybody play their own part, then everything gets done. Everything gets done. Everything gets done. Happy Hill, the podcast. Uh, finish what you start, season two, talking to my brother, Jeremiah Irby. Um, we're going to end with, with, with this, man. Um, and, you know, definitely great com- conversation. You know, uh, uh, we can go on and on, man. Um, just about just the, 
as I feel like the evolution and, and just, you know, coming of age, you know, coming of, of age. So Jeremiah, in, in, in your own words, man, what does it mean for you um, to finish what you start? Oh man. Um, finish what I start means a couple of things. <clears throat> One being, um, like I said, being a person of your word, right? Like if mm. you say you're going to do something, then do it. Follow through. Like, yeah. You know, follow through. Practice the follow through. Um, practice the follow through. regular basis. <laughs> right? like Message. Practice the follow through. Um, yeah, like practice the follow through on a regular basis in everything. Yeah. In everything. Um, whether it's returning text, like, you know, just all, all, yeah. all the little stuff. Yeah. So it's a little yeah. things you do that, yeah. that like separate regular from greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with that, I think is continuing to always be one self-aware and two um, ruthlessly honest mm. with yourself mm-hmm. about yourself. Yeah. Um, so that you can see what needs to be finished or where you need to go mm-hmm. to follow through yeah. and finish what you started. Cause you know, when you, it's, it's almost, it's like starting a new diet or working out or something like that. Yeah. Where, um, if you're eating trash all the time, you might be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna cut back on like drinking sodas. And, um, then after that, like you might add something new to it. And then you might add like, you know, workout routine. And as you start doing more research on the benefits of certain foods and like mm-hmm. benefits of certain exercises, you start realizing like, oh, this healthy lifestyle is an evolutionary sort of thing. It's not a destination. Yeah. And so to answer your question, finish what you started is following through to the finish line of where, where it's been shown to you currently, but also being self-aware um, and being honest with yourself and continuing to take in information so that you understand that finish line is always being pushed back. And so it's a continuous journey of finishing. I you're like, yeah, you're always it's finishing. a continuous process, yes. continuous improvement. Yes. Oh man, come on. Happy family. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation with my brother, Jeremiah Irby. Um, Happy Hood, the podcast. Finish What You Start, season two, where we connect, cultivate, and build a community that is centered around Health Agape Power Institute. Happy Hood, a living state of mind. We blessed up and highly favored. I am your cousin, your nephew, your brother, your neighbor, Mr. Jay Murray. You're listening to, again, Happy Hill, the podcast. We're going to continue to keep this moving. We're going to continue to keep this going. We're going to continue to finish what we start. Happy family. Always remember, love yourself and love God. Till next time, we blessed up.